I would say that the AHIC conference, it is a conference for Africa by Africa. And this is an opportunity for everyone to come in and share their views, share their opinions, present their challenges to the leadership of their countries, the leadership from the continent, um, and ensure that they are heard. So I would encourage everyone to register for the conference and come and, and have a conversation with us. That is Caroline Bindio, the head of UNREF Health Innovations, a social enterprise within the health development organization UNREF Health Africa. UNREF is hosting the 2021 Africa Health Agenda International Conference or AHIC for short from the 8th to the 10th of March. With the spotlight on universal health coverage, the Health Summit is going virtual and will be free for everyone to join. I'm Sally Amutabi. Welcome to Africa Science Focus. Our reporter Charles Pensolo begins our program. Across Sub-Saharan Africa, innovators are using their creativity to improve health delivery. Governments have talked about their commitment to universal access to health care in Africa, but challenges still stand. In Malawi, the country where I live, access to quality health care remains a dream for many. People walk long distances to access clinics. Not only do the hospitals have few qualified health workers to take care of the growing population, but the hospitals lack necessary equipment and resources. But it is probably the community health workers who are most overlooked. These men and women are the first point of contact for people in the communities and they play a central role in disease treatment and prevention. So what will it take to make universal health coverage a reality in Africa? And just who is responsible for this? Mm -hmm. So when we think about universal health coverage, because that is, you know, the theme running through the conference, it is about providing all people, everyone with quality health care. So some of the things that we'll be looking out for and we'll be seeing being discussed during the conference are technologies that enable us to improve prevention of illness, providing education to populations, to health workers themselves around different disease areas and how they can be managed and how care can be given. So if we look at COVID-19, in the space of one year, a lot of knowledge um, has been generated and shared very effectively across the globe. So what are technologies that enable that? What are technologies that enable, you know, the creation of this COVID vaccine, which was, you know, it was created in the shortest period of time, less than a year uh, for the vaccine to be ready. What are some of the technologies that enable that? Looking at things like rehabilitation, of patients, things like providing palliative care, but also looking at things in the broader ecosystem, looking at health financing, you know, how do we ensure that the investments in the health space are used effectively? How do we generate more income for the health space, looking at things like impact investors and how they can contribute to that? 
how do we reduce the number of people who are impoverished because of paying for healthcare? looking at social insurance mechanisms and how those can be made available, looking at efficiencies in the supply chain. So it will be quite a broad range looking at the entire health system. Right. So maybe in Africa, we are lagging behind in as far as the digital transformation is concerned. Mm -hmm. How do you intend to bridge that gap during the conference? And th this is a really good question. I mean, if we look at the times in which we are living, uh, there are a lot of discussions and a lot of progress around the digital space itself and even in digital health. But if you think about, you know, globally, we are nearly half of the world's population still don't have access to internet. They don't have internet connectivity. You know, in, in the chance of a child dying before age five in Angola is 90 times higher than in Finland. Um, we see, you know, in, in, in Africa, and I, I guess different parts of the world, health workers struggle to juggle all the different digital solutions that are being thrown at them. Um, we have issues around the data that is being collected in the health space uh, being used for purposes for which it was not intended and without the consent from the people who provided this data. So there's a lot of challenges, not just uh, in, in terms of access to digital technologies, but also multi-sector challenges that impede Africa's progress in the digital space. So these are some of the things that the policymakers who are attending the conference, the practitioners who are attending the conference, the people with lived experience, the young people from Africa who will be attending this conference, those are some of the discussions that we'll be having. Right. And I also just wanted to know as well on the role of women and young people in the whole of this. Okay. A really important question. Um, if we look at issues of gender and, and the challenges that women specifically have in providing care for themselves and for their families, in many cases, there are cultural, religious issues that stand in the way of women accessing health. If we look at spaces like reproductive health, even to just deliver in a health facility, to deliver their child in a health facility. If we bring this down to to you know, the youth and adolescents, we see across Africa, especially during the pandemic, but even before the pandemic, a, a rise in teenage pregnancies. And what, what is the cause of that? What is driving that? How do we manage that? How do we ensure that um, these adolescents, these young people are getting access to the information that they need, but also to the services that they need to make good decisions? That is Caroline Bindio. Evelyn Carijo is the project director at Youth in Action, AMREF's entirely youth-led initiative. She tells us why young people and women must take leading roles in the systems that make decisions on health in Africa. Africa is the youngest continent on this planet. We have over 75% of Africa's population actually aged below the age of 35 years. And when you look at the youth population in this continent, um, about 35% 
of the population, that's around 420 million people, are actually aged between 15 to 35. So that's the youth population, which then means in Africa we cannot achieve universal health coverage or even the SDGs broadly without considering the needs and priorities of the youth, without giving the youth a voice on the table to participate in policy processes that relate to UHC on this continent. And we also need to ensure that uh, young people are actively being engaged in accountability to ensure that uh, universal health coverage is achieved. As you all know, while women make up 70% of the world's uh, health workforce, um, very few of them are represented even in leadership positions. Only around 25% of women globally are in senior leadership positions. Young women, just like the youth, most times are left on the margins of decision-making. They're not included. So we want to make sure that through this session, we adapt and spark a conversation that talks about looking at leadership and UHC in Africa through a gender lens and examining how women can claim their seats, their rightful seats at the decision-making table. One woman who has first-hand experience of inequality in healthcare is Refa Kutai, a community health volunteer or CHV. Refa gives her time free of charge to visit sick patients, make referrals to health clinics and educate households on healthcare. Okay. My name's Refa Kutai. I'm a community health volunteer from Kibera, Nairobi, Kenya. I've been a volunteer for the last 12 years. I have 100 households with a total population of 364. I think this hike conference is important to me because I want community health volunteers to be the center of discussion. I want all CHVs to be remunerated. As the Cadagos CHV, we want it to be changed and, and be recognized by the government of Kenya since we are the link between the community and the health facility at level three, as health is concerned. The importance of my role as UHC is concerned one, as a CHV in my community, maternal deaths have reduced. Second, child mortality deaths have reduced. Malnutrition cases have reduced. Uh, the other thing, we want to strengthen resilience to public health during emergencies in my, in my community. The other thing, I want to we want to reduce financial hardships that are linked to illnesses. Challenges that we face as CHVs, we are being harassed by vulnerable community members because they expect much from us, yet we are not paid. The other thing, CHVs don't have enough PPEs, thus they fear visiting households because of COVID-19 pandemic. Now, it's back to Evelyn. So still on uh, elevating women's voice during the Africa Health Agenda International Conference, if you look at uh, the pandemic period, for example, it's become evident that the gains made in women's health 
were threatened. During the pandemic period, we've seen increased cases of sexual and gender-based violence. We've seen increased cases of uh, teenage pregnancies across different countries. We've seen um, cases where women have not uh, been allowed to participate in decision-making processes. So really looking at the gains made in previous years and what the pandemic has done. Has this sparked your interest in joining the conversation? We leave you now with Desta Lekiu, the Global Partnerships Director at AMREF. We already, as of yesterday, have registered more than 3,000 delegates. The conference this year, different from other years, is a free concert, so all delegates can register for free and join us in our discussions. We have really incredibly amazing speakers coming on from heads of state to heads of organizations to young people. We have integrated youth into this conference. There is a global women leaders session. It is uh, women and and global, you know, it's global women's health day uh, on the 8th of March. So quite a number of partners running exceptional series uh, discussions that I think you should join. Um, If anyone wants to join this conference, and I urge everyone to do so, uh, just go online, www.ahec.org, that is A-H-A-I-C.org, to get more information about the conference and certainly to register for free. That's what I'd like to just add on. That's Desta Lekiu, ending today's program on universal health coverage and the upcoming Africa Health Agenda International Conference. Today's program was jam-packed, so we don't have time for our question and answer segment. But keep sending in your science questions and we'll be back to answer them next week. Send a text or voice message via WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042-513 and we'll find an expert to answer your question. You can subscribe to our program, download episodes and leave a review at www.sidev.net. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis. The editors were Fiona Broom and Jackie Oparafatoye with reporting from Charles Pensulo. I'm Sally Amutabi. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Grant Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.